So what's my future? You don't have one. I see you, but you can't see me. Welcome to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast. This is our instant reaction to the best kept secret of the HHN 29 season, and that is that Ghostbusters is coming. It's officially been announced now to Halloween Horror Nights 29 at Universal Studios Orlando and Hollywood, but we're going to talk mainly about the Orlando one. I am Matt, and joining me tonight are my co-host, Karen. You're being facetious about Best Kept Secret, right? Yeah, did it take you since my post at noon to pick up on that? No, no, oh, I was okay. just curious. Yes, of course Even I, <laughs> I knew about it. Yeah. And- I oh yeah, yeah. I'm being facetious. We'll probably talk a little bit okay. about that, but that's like the right. I think the least amount of my amount of notes. I was writing notes up until the the end here, but let me continue my introductions. Also joining me is Quint. Hello, and from the Grim Grinning Host Podcast, Uber friend of the show, Hunter. I love this plan. I'm excited to be a part of it. Let's do it. Very <laughs> good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. surprised you got Grim Grinning Host out of your mouth in one shot. I was practicing That's crazy, that Matt. For I just three minutes. I couldn't straight. let the I couldn't let the quote slide by. But yes, I was also going to compliment you, Matt. Like <laughs> you've you finally nailed it. I'm very happy. I've learned one third of a beer, and then I can say it. After that, forget it. So I stopped <laughs> sipping during our whole technical chaos and just saved it for that introduction so now all bets are off so look out here comes sloppy drunk all downhill from here Yep, pretty much (laughs) all right yeah we got the announcement today and it started kind of yesterday with orlando twitter account fishing us a little bit with a poll about whether or not they should make an announcement and then hollywood turns around and does their something wicked this way i forget what the whole thing is it's a thing i think murdy puts everyone and usually when you get two hints that an announcement is coming the next day, you can pretty much guarantee it's going to be a, uh, what's a, it's going to be a house that's got at both parks. I was going to say shared house, but it's, it's not. It's just a, 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 a house that's going to be at both parks. And yep. that kind of narrowed it down really to one choice, especially with the, the uh, submarine-like tightness of the leaks of this particular property this season. I mean, you could, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I know it's been bad. It's been so many things leaked out that it, it pretty much narrowed it down to, we were going to get ghostbusters today. And lo and behold, that is what we got. Mm-hmm. And is this there is anyone, the big one, man, it is, it is a big one. Is there anyone here? Me and Hunter have been talking about this all season. Anyone here that did not see at least one of the, I don't know how many leaks this year. Accidental too. Not to don't forget about Crickets. the speculation match. Yeah. I said, don't forget about the special yeah. speculation map. Forget about your friends in the community. I mean, like what was, what was the website today? Just today. What culture, what culture.com yeah. announced it three hours yeah. early by accident. Oh my God. Yeah. I think that's the only one that I actually saw that was accidental. Everything else came from speculations. And, gotcha. There was know. just to give a broad stroke. There was a, uh, Someone there was an there was an accidental post on the Hollywood Hard Nights uh, Hollywood Harley Hard Nights site. There was a Twitter picture at casting with reference pictures of the Ghostbusters in front of the guy casting. There was uh, no, just I'm not even sure what, but I'm su- surprisingly, and it is the joke. It's been a joke, and Hunter will be the only one that could appreciate this. Being a Orlando uh, resident, Publix did not post put up any marketing material a week early this year that's exactly right i'm not sure if you saw my tweet earlier uh I did, Matt, but yes. yeah i just said we've got a so we actually got requested to do a top ways that properties have gotten leaked episode so we'll have to come back and do that okay yeah that's that's a great, so, great subject yeah i think i said number three was the random midwest hotel from last year Number two is going to be just the pop culture sites that post early. And then number one is always Publix because Publix normally (laughs) drops the ball. Yes, they do. Yeah. No. 
Can't imagine Publix. I know. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right, let's. I'll get into the press release, and I I know we've got so much to talk about with this one. So, press release starts off with Orlando, Florida, Universal City, California, July seventeenth, two thousand nineteen. For the first time ever, Sony Pictures classic film Ghostbusters is coming to Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Orlando Resort and Universal Studios Hollywood. Bringing the most memorable scenes, characters, and supernatural spirits from one of pop culture's most iconic films in immersive mazes based on the 1984 classic at the nation's premier Halloween events starting this September. Ghostbusters has entertained generations with its comedic yet frightening tale of four paranormal investigators and their quest to eradicate supernatural threats from creating chaos throughout New York City. As the film marks its milestone 35th anniversary, guests will have the unique opportunity to live the action and terrifying scares they've seen in the hit film when it comes to life at Universal Studios, Halloween Horror Nights in Orlando and Hollywood. Now, here's the good stuff. This was the stuff that answers a ton of questions I had. In each maze, guests will follow the footsteps of the Ghostbusters, Peter, Ray, Egon, and Winston as they venture through artfully recreated scenes from the film, including the firehouse, New York Public Library, and the Temple of Gozer as an army of ghoulish spirits, hideous specters, and ectoplasm-dripping phantasms attack from every corner. As they delve deeper into the maze, guests will come face-to-face with an array of paranormal creatures from the ferocious Slimer to the all-powerful Gozer the Gozerian in its ultimate destructor form, the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man, to brave the iconic demon spirits and survive the night. So, right off the bat... I think one of the things that Hunter and I focused on on our discussion about this, uh, actually the last episode, the last special episode that him and I did was Stay Puffed. Are we going to see him? And they say outright, dare I say promise, we're going to get Stay Puffed in this, which is that alone is enough to get me excited. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously they're going to use some sort of puppetry for that effect, or at least we hope so, right? I would hope so. I'd hope it has some kind of movement. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was just going to be one of those those blow blowing things with the arms going all wiggly all over the place. Yeah, just put one of those in there, fatten it up a little bit. You're good. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Or a guy in one of those white sumo costumes. Yeah. That has its own fan. He just charges at you throughout the uh-huh. house. Yeah, <laughs> I love that idea. Actually, he walks in front of a piece of glass that's sculpted like a funhouse mirror, so it actually looks bigger than it really is coming at you. Yeah. <laughs> this is starting to sound bad i don't like this idea <laughs> so, um, i'm sure that their artists have much better ideas yeah, than yeah that's sure. probably true so i'm gonna rearrange my yeah, that's n- not real hard though right yeah this, this is true <laughs> uh let me rearrange my notes a little bit to see well it actually would be a better idea if we see what base we're coming from before i get into this so what kind of ghostbusters fan is everyone and i'll start with Karen, because I'm not entirely sure, and that's the one I should know the answer to. Oh, I love this movie. Okay, I'll if this movie comes on, I'll just sit and watch it. It has been a little while since I've last seen it because they don't show it on TV like every other '80s movie. (laughs) Right, but yeah, yeah, I'm I'm excited. I think this one's going to be a lot of fun, not so much scary, but I'm looking forward to seeing it in the house form. Nice. I swore that you had gone to see this with mom at the same time I went to see first blood with dad, but that can't have happened because those movies weren't released in the same year. So that certainly wasn't the case. Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you <laughs> when I first saw it. Yeah, I know I saw this in theaters, but I don't know what for maybe it was a birthday party or something for someone. I don't know, but I've seen it too. I love it. I actually talked quite a bit about it with Hunter in our last episode, but Quint, I, not sure i this seems right up your alley i can't imagine you not liking it but i don't know to what extent i love this movie uh it's one of my favorite comedies of all time i i'm i'm really trepidatious about seeing it at halloween horror nights i know hunter i i'm gonna you know really disappoint you here but i just don't think it fits with the event at all Mm. and it's just to me it's like this was never a scary movie. This was a comedy. This was um, this was something that, and yes, I get that there's you know all these demons and all the ghosts and stuff like that, but almost all of them were just used to comedic effect. There was there was nothing really frightening to me about it. There was there was some really gross kind of slimy stuff to it, but I don't know. Um, I'm curious to see what this is going to equate to as a maze. I I really highly doubt the scares are going to be there. All right, hold that thought. 
because we're certainly going to get to that in this episode. But before we do, Hunter, remind us again what kind of Ghostbusters fan you are, and then we'll talk about that. So Ghostbusters is just something that I think has become such a part of the pop culture zeitgeist in general. Um, I don't think I, I've never met anybody who is not at least aware or somewhat appreciative of Ghostbusters. I've never met somebody that's like, yo, I don't like Ghostbusters. So first of all, I think this is a great grab and we're going to talk about it. But for me personally, this is definitely my most hyped IP. I love the movie. I think the sequel's a blast. I know that's controversial. I didn't even dislike the 2016 film. Apparently, the house, even though it is based on the 84 film, is going to pull elements from all three. So I'm I'm very excited to see this. And if it wasn't for Universal Monsters and Nightingales, <laughs> this would be my number one this year. It's, this so is- I, I will agree with you on a couple of points there. I did like the sequel, too. I don't care what people say. And I did like the 2016 one as well. So, you know, let me, you know, assuage you a little bit there. I am I am on your side on that part. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm just sitting here back smiling with my arms crossed, thinking this is the least amount of work I'm going to have to do in an episode as we go. <laughs> I'm just curious how Hunter even came to be introduced <laughs> to Ghostbusters. Uh, you know, I forgot to put on that was I, that was a last minute note. I forgot to put on. I was going to say Hunter being the only person that wasn't born when this movie yeah. came out. How do you feel? But I forgot to put well, that. So, I mean, if you want to kind of touch into that now, I think this is going to relate to something we're going to talk about in a little bit. But Ghostbusters, Quint, I know you said that you don't necessarily think it it fits with the event. And I can see that from just like a, a very base level perspective. But I think Ghostbusters and Mike Aiello actually kind of alluded to this earlier on Twitter. Ghostbusters has pretty much become synonymous with just the holiday of Halloween. And I think especially by the time i mean i'll just go ahead and throw this out there i was born in 92 so 92 by that point ghostbusters had already had a well-developed uh relationship with its fans and it had already just kind of climbed to the top of the comedy slash horror ladder i i think it's something that's always going to be around because there's always going to be a place for ghostbusters and i think like myself just kind of stumbling into it from it being uh, synonymous with the holiday, I think that's going to continue for generations to come. So I don't think it's a dated property, even though it's very 80s and it fits the theme, which this year isn't really a theme. We can talk about that, I'm sure, later on. But um, I, I think it's it's arguably one of the it, it's probably the most timeless property that they've got this year. And I think that's why it's going to do so very well with the general public. If anyone wanted to know what that weird sound was in the opening of Hunter's explanation, that was the collective sound of a little piece of me, Karen, and Quint's soul dying when he said he was born in 1992. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. pretty much. <laughs> um, I, I think I agree with most of what you were saying that the, the general public is going to freaking eat this shit oh, up. Yeah. Like, like it's going to be a huge draw. And I've gotten, I've been on the record on this show many, many times saying that I don't care what they do if they, you know, if if they got to write, they, they got to page. Yeah. Or they, they've got to write the paychecks, right? And if someone is going to back up a truckload of money to them, they're never going to say no. And that's great because that keeps the event coming back and it keeps the event getting better and better as we've seen it. But I've never – so I guess in my mind, I've never had Ghostbusters being synonymous with Halloween. Ghostbusters has just always just kind of been Ghostbusters. I've never really associated with Halloween. So that's curious to me that that there is this 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 thing out there where people do actually associate Ghostbusters with with Halloween. I I actually do as well. If I'm putting together any kind of music list for a Halloween party, Ghostbusters is on there. Ghostbusters is a popular costume. I often if think exactly. if we're going to a, a Halloween costume, that'd be a, a nice, easy, easy, not easy, easily purchased one to do because it's so popular. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I've always associated the two. And the funny part is, is that the movie was is a summer blockbuster. I mean, it's the highest grossing movie in 1984 in the summer. So it wasn't released mm-hmm. in Halloween, which I think speaks even more highly of it's the feeling it invokes for Halloween for a lot of people, myself included. Sure. I guess sure. That, that aspect I get like the, the costumes and, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. I I've always seen ghostbusters costumes and things like that. I just, I, I mean, like when I sit down to watch Halloween movies, I, ghostbusters doesn't appear on my hmm. list. 
Okay. Mm. But Quint is absolutely right. And it was one of my notes in here too. It's, it's a, you have to, it's, and it's a Quint, it's a, it's a, I'm going to quote something Quint had said several years ago when we started this show, you have to fund the fun. And there's two things that this event has to do every year. What a better way to say, it. I, I take it this way. It has to make money. And there's two things that go a long way in doing that. One, it has to appeal to as many people as it can possibly draw in. And two, make it an experience that draws people back again. This one does both for a very different crowd than what we usually, I don't want to say this, that we know have come to know well for Halloween Horror Nights. There's going to be some people that our age that have never done this before that are coming. In fact, a, f- a very good friend of Karen and I's may be coming. I haven't heard from him yet, but it would not surprise me if our friend and co-host from Podcast of Horrors, Derek, comes out for the very first time. And he's close to our age because he is a huge Ghostbusters fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, he's super tall too. So I'm starting to think yeah. him and Hunter might be the same guy. <laughs> and there's there's a huge amount of cross. Well, I don't know a huge amount. There's a massive crossover here with with Stranger Things as well because the season yeah. two, you know, featured them in their in their Halloween Ghostbusters costumes. Mm-hmm. So that's the the cross um, cross marketing that they can do here is just is crazy. I think I mean monetarily wise and event wise, this this makes a ton of sense. And I think I think it's going to be a huge success. Um, on the flip side of it, I'm just. I'll be. I'll, I'm gonna have a fun time walking through this maze. I'm gonna be grinning from ear to ear. I just don't expect to be scared, oh, and yeah. I don't expect oh, it. No. It's going to be Halloweeny for me. It's just going to be. I get to relive Ghostbusters, and so you know, you know, I'll still be sporting a Woody while I walk through. <laughs> and I've oh, sure God. a lot of my notes are based on the fact that it is the question: Will it be scary? And to kind of help answer that question, I did look through Twitter. I kind of wish I hadn't. I, I almost. Mm-hmm. feel that every time I go through social media, but not to my surprise, most of the people commenting were positive, but the people that weren't, weren't a lot of what I expected. It's not scary. This is dumb. Why you put a comedy in here, yada, yada, yada. And Mike, to quote Mike Aiello, like uh, Hunter was saying, I actually pulled this quote because I thought it was, it was worth talking about. He had posted, we are inspired by the very name of our event, Halloween Horror Nights. We lean on every word. All the content fills certain buckets within the title. Some, the Halloween bucket, others, the horror, some, both, most of all, it's gotta be fun. That's the most important thing. I will add, there's nothing in the night bucket, Mike, cause I have gone through houses in the sunlight. So you failed there. <laughs> yeah. This old disaster queue houses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, that helped. I mean, I understood, I understood what he's saying there and I thought a little more about it. I mean, we have got 10 houses. This, this thing has grown so much since We've been tracking it. And that 10 houses at 10 times the amount of houses and when this started. So that means 10 times the range of subject matter for these houses. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I get the arguments people are making and I get what Quint's saying and I get both what Hunter's saying. I see both sides, but it's, I'm having a less hard time. I think just enjoying the fact that this is going to be here because it is when it's, when Halloween's hard night started out, it was a, it was like, a, it's, it's, a shot in the dark. Let's throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks. Now it's a cash cow. They can start doing what this park is supposed to do. And it's, I mean, their old tagline from the nineties was ride the movies. They bring the movies to life. Now that they can afford mm-hmm. these properties, bring them to them. It's a, a perfectly expected and acceptable and exciting fit for me for this year. Even though Absolutely. I agree, even though, yeah. even though I agree, I don't think it's going to be very scary. Now, let me go ahead and uh, if I if I can step in here um, two two things, I think it is very fitting that the prodigal son of Ghostbusters is returning to Universal. Finally, um, the Ghostbusters spooktacular was around for a long time, and that is very evocative of early Universal Studios. The fact that we're getting a house which is supposedly going in Soundstage 22, which is where Stranger Things was last year, which is very oh, wow. close to where the spooktacular was. That's pretty cool, you know, just from like a theme park geek standpoint. Secondly, I think it's just important to realize, kind of tying into that, Ghostbusters is going to bring in so many people that are having their first ever year experience for Halloween Horror Night. So, like, this is only a win. It's like Stranger Things last year, but I would argue this is the biggest property they've ever gotten. You could say it was the walking dead. And then they ramped that up with American <laughs> horror story. Then they ramped that up with stranger things. And ghostbusters is like mind blowing. I mean, yes, we've had things like the shining. We've had American werewolf, which is the whole reason I'm here right now. 
you know, The Exorcist, Texas Chainsaw. But those are very much horror movies that appeal to horror people that are there for that reason. Ghostbusters is so cross-generational and cross, uh, cross-genre appeal that this is this is at least in as far as i can figure out this is the biggest grab they've ever gotten and so many people are going to come to see ghostbusters yeah i like i said i i'm i'm not arguing that and i think i absolutely think you're right that there's going to be a ton of people coming to just see ghostbusters same as last year there was a ton of people that just came to see stranger things and i think that the event gets better and better because of it because i i can't really think of anyone who would go to Halloween Horror Nights for whatever reason they go and then experience the entire event and go, I'm never going to that again yeah. <laughs> because they're never going to do Stranger Things again. I, I, like, yeah. that's just not a thing that would happen, right? Like, this is this is going to be it's going to be huge. And I'm I'm stoked and, and I don't mind. I really never have cared how they bring people in and what they're going to do to to to, you know, really bring people in and, and keep people coming back. That's paying the bills, and I'm all for it because it funds things like you know, like nightingales and and all that shit. So I'm happy. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing I did want to mention: so, like last year, we were having this same conversation around uh, this time. I think we're like a month ahead right now, but um, we were having the same conversation about Poltergeist. It's like, hey, Poltergeist is an iconic film, but it's not a very scary movie. There's iconic like horror imagery, but it's not. A scary film and that sense I, I know you went through my 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 thread earlier quint but i think that they proved that it doesn't necessarily have to be so grounded in horror for them to make it scary i think it's going to catch us off guard all i oh, had to oh, say oh, about sorry? that was was what you talking about with us because i'm sorry <laughs> poltergeist has a fucking clown in it he's scary <laughs> as fuck man now, there's a whole house about that this year i hope you're ready um <laughs> Our, our buddies and the killer clowns, which fingers crossed coming next. Um, <laughs> but no, I want one, one Halloween horror nights that is clown. <laughs> please. Well, good luck <laughs> because <laughs> next year Jack's probably back and then everything's going to hell. Um, yeah. Jack's fine though. Jack's. Where were we? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> clowns. That's where we were. Clowns. 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 Oh, Oh, here, here's what I was saying. So, I think, at least for me personally, and I don't necessarily know if if the rest of you share my sentiment, but I was pretty, last year, I wasn't disappointed that they picked Stranger Things. I just didn't know why they picked that property, because it wasn't very scary. It wasn't anything that was synonymous to Halloween Horror Nights with me. And then last year, I would argue that Stranger Things, while not always the scariest house, some of those run throughs I had were great with the Demogorgons and the puppets and everything like that. And I thought on when it was running on full capacity, it definitely could give you some of the best scares of the event. So I'm pretty much just in the boat, like whatever you guys want to do, that's cool. You want to give me Care Bears, the movie next year? That's fine. I know you guys are going to have a great time with it and you're going to make it pretty scary. So I don't know. I'm just very much on board for pretty much anything they want to do at this point. And knowing the reverence that they have for Ghostbusters, I think we're in for something really special. Yeah, I, that's that's the thing. It's like I can't if if we're going to walk exactly through the movie scene by scene, it's not going to be scary. But we know we're not going to do that. And Poltergeist is a perfect example, especially with the opening scene. It's like there's no way we're going to get the pool and the graveyard. And lo and behold, that's what kicks off everything. It's probably one of the best mm-hmm. starts to anyone. So, yes, I do trust your creative team, which I, yeah, I mean, I think we've we've spoken for both sides, not for both sides, but about both sides of the argument. And it's there's really no not much more I think we can say until we see it. So leading into that, let's talk about what we think we're going to see. And I'm going to take a cue from the marketing material we've seen so far. I'm going to talk about the promotional uh, poster first, or the artwork, whatever you want to call it. And there was four standout elements, and one was the Ghostbusters with the proton packs. I mean, that that is. I think more than anything else, I, I am interested how they're going to incorporate the scares and how they're going to make the ghosts. Probably a lot of puppetry, but you, I can't think you can take on a Ghostbusters house and not have at least one or two scenes of a proton pack firing. And that really makes me curious of how they're going to pull that off. Yeah. Yeah. It is going to be very interesting because these said in the press release that we're getting the characters. So... Well, not That's really, though. Gotta be done. They said, they said we're following this, their footsteps, right. 
which maybe it's it's we're in their point of view. Um, you know, they were they were kind of cagey with that one. I thought yes, I, when I, I read it, I was it was like, you know, you're, yeah, you know, following in that footsteps thing was like, okay, this might be I'm I am whichever my favorite Ghostbuster is. Um, Winston, of course. I mean, <laughs> duh. Um, Absolutely, no. right answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like I am whoever my favorite Ghostbuster is, and I'm walking through, and I, you know. Give me a proton pack before I get in into the into the line or when I get in the line right in front of the maze. Give me a proton pack and let me just kind of go through and do a freaking men in black on this place. That would be fun. That would be awesome. (laughs) I still stand by. We talked about this on GGH a couple weeks back. I think men in black, when it's time for that attraction to go, make it a Ghostbusters attraction instead. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. That's that's the winning formula right there. But um. Instead of the red buttons, you got to cross the streams, baby. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will say that we do know that they've casted people to play those characters, though. So oh, they're going okay. to, I don't think yeah. they're going to be the focal point, but I do think they're going to show up. Now, whether that's like close enough and they're not going to necessarily be facing people coming in and like they're interacting with the scene, I think maybe that's more likely. I don't know. Sure. If, I don't think we're going to get a lot of face-to-face interaction, but it's it's very early. I couldn't say for certain if that's the route that they're going to go. I'm a kind of okay with that. I mean, I would rather they do kind of, uh, you know, sort of tongue-in-cheek winks at, at who these characters or at these characters because they're so iconic and they're so um like i can't imagine anyone but bill murray playing that character so just give me a nod to it give me a little visual uh maybe a a, you know a trigger with his line and that's it that's all i really want to see because other than that it's going to take me out of it and it's going to make it uh less it's just going to lessen it for me cheapen it i think to me when Hunter was saying that, and now you said it with the trigger, I, the only the only one thing that I think I can safely call is there is going to be a double door opening startle. Not a scare, but like you're not expecting it, double door opens. Bam. We came. We saw. We kicked its ass. And then back in. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. And that'd be awesome. If that was all we got, that would be perfect, actually. I need that to be the outro loop. I think <laughs> right. that needs to be the stinger as, as you're like leaving the house. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and throw this, throw this out there. If I don't get cleaning up the town in this house, it's a failure. I don't make the rules and, uh, it just needs to play at some point. So what do we think is going to show up like in the house? Like, obviously we know Slimer and yep. state puffs showing up, but obviously we got to get like the zombie taxi driver, right? Yeah. Like yep. he's, he's a major part, the librarian. I, I think more and more now, especially going back, hearkening back to the, uh, the artwork that th- we are going to get dog puppets goes or dog pup whatever whatever the demon dog puppets made from the old uh werewolf in london puppets yeah i think they uh, yeah yeah that out. which is very much year of the dog isn't it between those and then the dimma dogs right next door yeah 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 right yeah that's true man do they have enough puppets to do my original idea of a tiger in uh nightingale's blood pitch man i'm getting worried now that's too many animals <laughs> go around we're getting that point where we're we're getting pretty close. Um, what if they go really abstract with the Ghostbusters house? What if you walk into a fridge and you get attacked? Yeah, by right. A and that's where, that, there, and right? that's where Ghoster's Temple is. That one way back yeah. in the distance of the fridge. Now, one thing I did pick up on while you were reading the press release, did it or did it not say that we are going to go into Gozer's Temple? Uh, it said something about Gozer's Temple. Did it say go in? It did. Find it. We will go through Gozer's Temple is what it said. So yes. that's very interesting because last year we went into that infamous light mm-hmm. that Tangina Barons told us not to go into. And that was one of the coolest scenes of Halloween Horror Nights 28. So you, if they get to play with a little bit of creative license there, that's exciting. You were, yeah, you started going the year Insidious was there too. That was another one where you went, when you walked through to the, um, oh, what was it? The, uh, further the further they did the light thing yep. there too and that that had the uh addition of the walls with the poonals that it would rub against you it was a little freaky the first time it rubbed up against yeah me. and they reused it the next year and yeah exorcist if i remember correctly yeah, yeah i think that's right yep uh we talked about we, i wonder if we're gonna oh i'm sorry i was just gonna say i wonder if we see the return of the spiral tunnel at all this year mm. but maybe that's more of a clowns thing actually maybe yeah yeah if we do I, I, the only way I can see it is if we do, if they do clowns in 3D. 
I think that's the way they should go to be yeah. perfect. I'm I not too, a 3D I, guy, I but I think that's the perfect way to do it. I don't argue that one at all. Um, the 3D will help me from focusing on the fucking clowns. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we take, we talked about it. Yeah, there's got it. They said, and they said flat out stay puffed is going to be in there. That's going to be interesting. I have to watch this again to really take a good look at all the other ghosts that are in the kind of the chaos. I don't know if there's that many in the first one, but the second one I think has a like a lot of a lot more ghost props and puppets, if I remember correctly. I don't know. It's been a long time. It's been even longer since I've seen two than one. You should watch know, them both. Well, I'm going to. Well, yeah. All I need oh. is a button that says um, it is true. This man has no penis. <laughs> that has to be in there somewhere. That's got to yeah. be I'll a be guest happy. activated trigger. Well, yeah, it's got to be one. That oh, that'd be awesome. Like, slap as I walk by. <laughs> right. I slap it as I walk by and it points at Matt right after, right behind <laughs> me as we go. Right. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that can be, that can be the same room. Like it should, that should be a gat trigger is the, um, the ghost containment unit. If you slap it, like all the lights flash in the room and everything goes nuts. That'd be a fun idea. A gat trigger would be cool. Like the, uh, button they had on the chainsaw and, and run. Um, I would love to have a proton pack there with a button that you press and you just get that, that startup noise of the nuclear accelerator on the, I love that sound effect. That sound effect is awesome. The whole proton and the ecto one siren, which I was, I couldn't have been happier with the video in general but then when it ended with the ecto one siren and the proton packs starting up and firing that that video that video is pretty damn awesome and i think greg hit the nail on the head when he said it was uh it may have outdone the first stranger things announcement video i think they're both so good (laughs) i do love i do love that it is orlando yep that that got this signature video this year instead of holly no offense to our hollywood friends but it's nice that we got to do the ghostbusters with it's actually where that video takes place yes. is right outside of the Ghostbusters spectacular. I, I love that the first two shots are the the outside show they had done with Beetlejuice, and then the where the firehouse used to be, I, and then <laughs> it, I I love that I I love the fact that I couldn't. It was hard to see it in his hand. I like the fact that he had a Twinkie. That was a nice little reference. It's <laughs> a, a big yeah. Twinkie. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and it also has this weird synergy if that zombie land scare zone rumor actually ends up happening. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Zombie land was so much fun. That that would just be that would just be amazing. I, if they made that into a scare zone and then back by popular demand, we get a maze out of it the next year. <laughs> that'd be just mm, that'd be awesome. And especially because aren't they doing zombie land too right now? Yeah, it comes out this year. I think. Oh, it does finally. I know yeah. they've been talking about it for quite a while. Yeah, so. remember they did that Amazon Prime series that didn't do oh, the numbers know. that they needed it. <laughs> I didn't even know that do. existed. Yeah. So I think the most important discussion we could have is uh, since they had Stranger Things inspired food, I would be massively disappointed if there wasn't some kind of s'mores item for Stay Puffed and then a deep fried Twinkie along that food mm. row this year. Mm-hmm. Did Karen just I gasp? just heard Karen's yeah, <laughs> deep, fried, deep fried Twinkie was like, oh, s'mores. Okay. <laughs> it was a s'mores. Uh. <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> get a uh. twisted tater and then a s'mores to wash down all that sodium oh boy mm. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna end up walking out like the stay puff marshmallow man <laughs> well i do have a couple more questions but they're more generalized to the event and i have a, a portion of the show to do here but is there anything anyone want to talk about about ghostbusters in particular before i get to this part no, nope. we hit it. Okay. So today I had a, put up a uh, widget from uh, SpeakPipe. I was I just remembered as I was putting notes together that we had this account through News as for another podcast. And I was like, well, we're we're not using it. We're certainly not over budget on our recording. So I quick put it in, put a Halloween Hard Nights tag on it and and put it on the website and um, ask people if they had any thoughts on Ghostbusters. Uh, go ahead and record something. We'll play it on the show. We got a few and I'm going to leave it up. I'll, I'll talk more about it when this is over because uh, with it up the entire season, this is only up a few hours and we actually got a pretty decent response for how short it was up and uh, I'll leave it up and talk about it more. But here's what some people came in uh, to say about Ghostbusters. And it's kind of uh, quite a few things to uh, we, we haven't actually touched on the first one though. This is, I think a good summary of what a lot of longtime Halloween Horror Night fans are thinking. And this is from, 
uh, friend of the show, Simon. Now, I did edit it down a little bit, but I did want to mention one of the parts I edited out is that he was actually watching Ghostbusters as he did this because he saw the post come up and paused it and put it on there. So this is from Simon of uh, Simon and Jules of HHN on Twitter. So, And I also believe he was one of the winners of our Santa Slate contest way back when. So we all know him one form or another. So I'll play his message. Hi, guys. This is Simon. I'm just giving you my thoughts on the new announcement from Orlando, Halloween Horror Nights, um, with the Ghostbusters house. Yeah, um, I mean, we, we probably we all probably knew about this house coming for quite a while, to be honest. But uh, yeah, it's it's jumped straight up to the top of my hype list at the moment. I'm absolutely ecstatic with the uh, with the house. I don't know how they're going to do it. Um, either they're going to go lineal with the film. Or are they going to do their own take and it like they did with Poltergeist? Uh, I'm not too sure, but I'm really, really looking forward to finding out. And I don't know if this is going to be a particularly scary house this year. Um, I think it's going to be more of an entertainment and fun house with the f- a few scares there to keep you going along. I don't, I don't know if it's just me in the back of my mind thinking it's. I have never, never really classed this as a horror. I've always classed it as a comedy, with a few horror elements in it. But the special effects are absolutely fantastic, even for what they are now. It's a fantastic film. It's a fantastic announcement. Uh, it's been a long time coming, I believe, because it's been, it's been at the park. Ghostbusters have been at the parks for a few since opening, I think, on and off with the little shows I've done so it's nice to actually finally get it uh, as a house at Halloween Horror Nights or Maze whichever way you want to you want to call it really really looking forward to it and that's that's all I really wanted to say guys but one last thing I'd just like to thank you all for all the all the work you do on the podcast I've been listening from the beginning I'm a proud Patreon member as well Um, you, you 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 guys deserve it it's very, very few podcasts I actually um, support financially. Uh, you, you guys are one of them, so thank you very much for everything you do. Hopefully, I'll get to meet some of you uh, this year. I know we tried last year, uh, Matt, but uh, it was a bit timing wasn't great. But I'm over there for 19 nights this year, so I'm there for most of September. So. Hopefully I'll get to see some of you. If I don't, I'm sorry. Maybe, maybe the next year. But uh, yeah, thanks for everything you do, guys. Take care. See ya. So first, let me not forget to thank Simon for his support, of course. And 19 Nights. If I can't manage to see you in 19 Nights, and shame on me. But I think he puts together pretty well what a lot of people are thinking after taking in the official announcement today. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it was pretty succinct in, in covering a lot of the meanderings that we've already covered as well. Um, again, thank you so much for your support, especially the Patreon support. Uh, that's amazing. It's great to get people that, um, that are helping out. Uh, and, um, yeah, it's, um, because of other factors in my social schedule, I may actually be in the September realm this year. (laughs) So who knows? Um, that would be, it would be really nice to meet another person from, from the listening audience. Be awesome. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I've got a few more here. Here's one. And this one, I know we didn't touch on, but it's worth uh, taking a couple seconds to discuss. Hey, everybody. I wonder if they're going to use the facade from the firehouse like they did in the commercial to some way tie into how they're going to do the maze. So that was from Kyle. I've got to say mm-hmm. that out right. Hunter and I did say we'd be absolutely shocked if the entrance to this was not the firehouse. Now I think he's talking about the firehouse location that used to be on the street. I would love that. I don't know how it would logistically work getting to where this house is supposed to be. Yeah. I, I don't think it's going to be the facade. I I just, unfortunately 
I don't think routing works too well because then you have like a cutoff in front of those bathrooms and everything that's over there by Fallon. At least me just thinking out loud, putting two and two together. That <laughs> Ooh, doesn't they mean just take out Fallon. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I like that idea yeah. too. Um, With a nuclear fucking bomb. Yeah. I thought he was going to say that, that bathroom that is Fallon. I'm like, well, yeah. In a sense, uh, sure. that too. <laughs> You're more accurate I mean, than I was. <laughs> Who's wrong here? Um, <laughs> I would not be surprised if I think Johnny and I saw a couple of other people say this posted that fingers crossed. Maybe they'll hang the Ghostbusters sign off maybe. of the front yeah. of the firehouse. I think that's a good way to do it because there you do have that photo op opportunity. And let's be honest, the Halloween Horror Nights guys are such geeks that they'll probably try to do something like that. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, I don't think you're going to enter through there. You're going to enter right through where The Shining was in 27, Stranger Things was last year, and so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. So, but I, I do think I, I can't imagine a better facade to walk into than the firehouse. And if it's not the firehouse, then obviously I don't have the imagination that the creative team does, which is why we don't have the same job. So there you go. Yeah. Now, that's not to say, I I think you're saying this, Matt, but let me just clarify. I do think the firehouse will probably be the facade when you actually enter the house. Right. But I, uh, the firehouse that's on the New York strip, I don't think that's where you're going to right, enter the, right. the queue line. No, yeah. no. I, I, yeah, I, I agree with you. But I think, um, you know, they could always flip it and do the same thing they did with Poltergeist and have you just walk in right into Gozer's Temple. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah they could flip. Yeah, they could do something you know, they're not expecting. Yep. Right. And, and just like, you know you know bedazzle you right up front with because because seriously walking into poltergeist last year with that with that whole uh you son of a bitch (laughs) yeah and it was just like there was no i i had no idea how they were going to do that i thought they were going to avoid that scene because it was going to be so hard to do and they nailed it so Mm -hmm. and you're walking like that that's yeah I don't know. They can do so many things with Ghostbusters. It's not even funny. So it'll, it'll be really fun to see what the creative team does. And I mean, yeah, they, they love it as much as we do. So I'm sure that they've taken extra special care with this one. Oh yeah. Fingers crossed. I hope it's the firehouse with the sign with the Ghostbusters theme playing, (laughs) maybe the logo being projected Mm -hmm. and the Ecto ones out front. I just think that's the perfect way to set things up. And but who knows? And Ernie Hudson greeting everybody. Uh, no convention yeah, I this love week. that idea. Yeah, I'm free. <laughs> well, they agreed to pay me and uh, feed me for two and a half months. So I'm here. He's like the, he's going to be like the Phelps brothers. He'll be there. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> oh, poor Ernie. Nice guy. I met him at a Philadelphia Comic Con. Super nice guy. Shouldn't do that. Yeah, well, you want to know some heartbreaking real quick? So the real <laughs> Ghostbusters cartoon, uh-huh. he showed up and he auditioned to play his character on oh, real no. Ghostbusters, yes. and they turned him down oh. for somebody uh, else. I heard that too. Oh, that's just heartbreaking. Can you imagine? Oh, sorry, you're not the right voice for your own character. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not yeah. gonna look who it is because I think when you said that, I had a deja vu, and I swear to God, if it's who I think it is, I am just going to end the show right now. Oh, it's it's not who I thought it was. I thought it was Michael Winslow from oh. from uh, Police Academy. Uh-huh. And it isn't much better. It was Arsenio Hall. Oh, oh. me, yeah. At least it wasn't Dave Couillet. It was Vinkman. That hurts. That hurts. Me. Anyway, I mean, Arsenio Hall got. I mean, it was all downhill after coming to America for Arsenio. Yeah, <laughs> Queek. Okay, that's another story. It's anyway. Right, let's back to the voicemails. Here's a familiar voice. Uh, well, I'll just play it. You'll you'll know who it is. The flowers are still standing. That, of course, was Johnny. He couldn't make it tonight, so but he wanted to participate. <laughs> when he sent nice. when he sent that, and I saw the file size, I thought it was a dramatic reading. I was like. File size is like 3K. That can't be. And then I heard it. I was like, okay, that's pretty funny. Okay, this one is from, okay, this guy introduces himself. This is something I did not think of, and it did not come up, but we'll let let this listener uh, explain. Yes, Uncle Tony here. I just wanted to say, uh, we just kind of ignore the fact that Dan Ackwood did did the dirty with a ghost in that movie. I mean, it's a family (laughs) event, but uh, I don't see how we're really going to be able to dance around it here so uh we're gonna have to see how it plays out 
That's a damn good point. Yeah. I, I'm pretty that. sure that's Mr. Gary Pounds. Everybody. Is it really? Nice. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's Gary from our crew. So we <laughs> we make no apologies. <laughs> He's got a good question, though. Uh, oh, shit. I'm, I'm pre- good with that. Uh, <laughs> you know, just just. You know, I said we only needed one appearance of that character in the maze. I, I rescind it. I, I we need two now. <laughs> uh, okay, I got another uh, another familiar voice here. At least I think so. I haven't confirmed it, but I'm pretty sure. And I think Hunter and uh, Quinn can back me up. You son of a bitch! You left the ghosts, and you only moved the ectoplasm. You only moved the ectoplasm. Why? Why? Uh, we are on brand tonight is all i'm saying we are (laughs) okay we got two more here oh two and then one to read so i'll play this one dogs and cats living together mass hysteria like i said johnny was upset he couldn't join us tonight (laughs) (laughs) we got one more recording and then one i'll have to read and i'll explain why i have to read it hello catacombs so matt quint karen Shelby and Johnny aren't enough cast members. You're looking for audience feedback on the fresh announcement of Ghostbusters coming to HHN 29. Well, I'm Dr. Strangoit from YouTube. And right after that shameless self-promotion, here's my opinion. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. All kidding aside... The nostalgia this brings up in me is beyond quantification. Add to this what is guaranteed to be some of the most amazing set designs we have seen at HHN. And in my opinion, this house will be in the running for the best house of the year. Thank you, Catacombs, for all you have contributed to the HHN community. Keep up the outstanding work. And next time I see you in the HHN fog, the first round's on me. Not you, Hunter. You you can't get one because you weren't mentioned in the opening. Well, that's okay. I'm, I'm just <laughs> finding my footing. I will, uh, I, I will lap up whatever you accidentally spill. It's a weird situation. Well, I think I owe you a beer anyway, so you know, I'll buy you one. What's really? Uh, I'll take you up on that. What's really funny right. about that recording is that he was having trouble with that widget plugin, which doesn't surprise me because our web host is shit. I got to fix that. That's a, a, another story for another time. So he sent it to me over Messenger on Facebook. And it's from a guy I've been interacting with for uh, two years. Yeah, two years of doing the show. Never knew. And I'm not going to say his name because he goes by another YouTube name. But I never knew this person as Dr. Strangegoid. And I knew Dr. Strangegoid and this person. I'm painfully embarrassed to now realize that I've been. (laughs) these are the same person. I never knew that. Oh, that's, <laughs> that is that is hideously embarrassing. That's typical Matt, though, honestly. Let's be, let's be honest. I, absolutely. All right. Get your hankies out, people, for this one. This is a heartbreaker. All right. So the opening sentence explains why this person could not send a message. And I'll tell you. Well, I'll tell you after the second sentence. So it says, hi, Matt. Or a paragraph. Hi, Matt. I tried to leave a recording, but with my dog crunching her food and walking backwards and forwards on a wooden floor, I gave up. I've jotted down my notes below. Should you want to use them on the show? Looking forward to hearing everyone's thoughts on this, but I think I already know. Immediate reaction was, life is unfair as I won't be able to go through it. This is from Greg. Midway yeah. Reprise uh-huh. on Twitter. Oh, who man. This is continually breaking my heart this entire season. Uh, he does add more though. He says it was a pure joy when I watched the video, recognizing the location where the filming took place at Universal Studios, then hearing the iconic sounds made by the best trailer for the or made this the best trailer for the event. Hands down beats last year's Stranger Things video. The Ghostbusters maze complements a stellar lineup to this year so far, and I can't wait to hear Oh, I'm sorry. I can't wait to see and hear content from you guys when this event starts. I can only hope it has the same reaction as American Werewolf in London, and it's repeated next year so I can go see it for myself. There is this is. I mean, it's upsetting. Greg can't go, but it's 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 really disappointing that uh, someone that supported this event for so long and been a pretty big size of the community and and part of my past three years. It's yeah, this. That just stinks. It's but life just it it, life is yeah, mm-hmm. it is what it is, you know? Yeah. Life's not always fair, but this exactly. one this one stinks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so 
because I, I mean, I only met him last year. The the stars finally aligned. We were in Orlando at the same time, and uh, well, we went at least three nights. We spent we a lot of time with him. Yep. Yeah, we spent a lot of time together, and and um, you know, it's just at first it was like the first time I was like, ah, oh, let's go through a maze or two, and and he, you know, we just kind of. There was no real question after that of him sticking around for the rest of the night because it was just it was so comfortable and so so natural for him to do so and it was so much fun and now yeah it's like god damn yeah i would like to meet him again yep well yeah i mean this isn't gonna be it's not never going again it's just this year well, unfortunately. No, but still yep. yeah. it's, a, it's a good year it's yeah. lining up to be stellar yep and unfortunately, that is kind of with with so many haunts minus Halloween Horror Nights. Um, I guess the biggest one that immediately comes to mind is not Scary Farm. The nice thing is, if you miss a year, yes, you're going to miss that year's interpretation of a haunted house, or maybe it's the last year for one that's been there for a while. But most of these haunts recycle their attractions or keep them in the running for a few years. Mm-hmm. With Halloween Horror Nights, you miss a year except in a very weird circumstance like American werewolf in London, it's just gone forever, which makes Halloween horror nights like so heartbreaking. Like that final night is just a a torrent of emotions. Like, wow, I've done this for two and a half months of my life and, or, you know, a couple nights, unless you're local like us. Um, And now it's going to be gone forever. They build these incredible things that, get torn down at the end of season and it never resurfaces. And I don't know. Oh, I my don't heart know. really goes out to you midway. Like that's rough. Oh man. I can't imagine. They also did walking the same thing for walking <laughs> dead for five years. In a row. <laughs> sure. I mean, no disagreement there. Uh, well, actually that's not true. It did get shittier and shittier. But, you know, <laughs> I maintain the, age 20, the, the final year was the best interpretation. What? Oh yeah, I think man, that's another episode we need to do. I guess. Yeah, I think twenty four was, but that was yeah. It's that's that is another conversation. Sure. So let me talk about this voicemail link real quick again. So the link for it is newsas.com slash voicemail. And if you didn't see it before this recordings today, it's still there. If you still want to leave a message about Ghostbusters or anything that's already been announced, please do because we'll be happy to revisit all these houses in the future. In fact, we do every year before the event starts with a hypeless show anyway. So if you had something you wanted to say and you want to get it out there, we'll be happy to share it here. So that's newsas.com slash voicemail. And along with that too, I should say, if you're pretty damn sure, you know, one that's coming and you want to record it now before it's announced, we'll hold on to it till it's officially announced. So I wish I thought of this earlier in the season, but better late than never. And it's kind of a ramp up to our Colin shows that we're going to be doing later this year. So it's up there. It's still there. Um, and it, if you missed it, unlike all the Halloween Horror Nights, uh, this is not the uh, last time you'll ever see this again. That's a terrible segue. I just took Hunter's great speech and just stomped all over it. Sorry about that. Oh, no, no, no. It's perfectly <laughs> fine. It happens all the time yeah. on mine. <laughs> all right. I got a quick question here for everybody. So here's the lineup so far. And my follow-up will be, after I lay this out, the IPs. We've got Stranger Things, Universal Monsters, and Ghostbusters. Originals, we got Nightingale's Blood Pit, Depths of Fear, and Yeti Terror of the Yukon. What category is the top of your hype list? Not what house, what category? IPs or originals collectively? It's probably the originals. I think um, Universal Monsters is in such a weird position because it's kind of both as an original take on an IP. Uh, even though Universal Monsters is my most anticipated, I think, yeah, I think I'm going to have to go with the originals just because I don't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Okay. i put Karen on the spot and make her answer next. I have to go with the originals as well. Wow. Um, okay. I mean, as great as Ghostbusters is, it's not enough to outweigh what uh, the depths and Yeti and Nightingales. They just... In in the past, their their originals have just always been at the top of my list. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. How about you, Quint? I don't think it's going to be any surprise that the originals are going to be my on the on my list because if because a lot of the things Karen just said, I think um, I think their creative team does a great job with the IPs, but I think when you let them loose on their own ideas, they just get to shine and they get to, to really, um, 
really be extra creative and they're not bound by any rules or any, you know, constraints or anything like that. And they just kind of get to do what they envision and what they dream. And they, they come up with some amazing things. Yeah. Well, let's mm-hmm. make it unanimous. That's mine as well. And funny part is, is that the thing that's going to draw in the, the biggest profit per ticket are the uh, people that are buying a ticket on a whim after seeing the advertisements for Stranger Things, Universal Monsters, and Ghostbusters. So I think that's kind of, I mean, that explains why they exist and they come back every year. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, Which was really the question. Bad. No, no. They're not right. bad. They're never bad. They're, they're, I mean, uh, you know, look at our history episodes. We've talked about almost all of, we're getting close to have talked about almost all of the mazes that have ever existed. And, and yes, there's been a couple of duds, but, but not nothing that's, that's bad. And especially these marquee events that, or sorry, the marquee mazes that they put up, like there's a lot of work and love that goes into those and they're always fun. Yep. I agree. Just not scary. Yes. Well, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. (laughs) I had to put the date. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, okay. Was there anything else that any of those recordings or anything we said trigger any, some, something someone had to put in before we wrap up? I'm still thinking about Care Bears the movie (laughs) as a house. Thank you. Care Bears ripping Barbie doll heads off. Oh, that'd be, I would, that would be, I would see that. It would be quite fun. I would see that. I've written an entire treatment. I'll, uh, I'll forward it your way. (laughs) Awesome, awesome. It's a Great. it's a sixty four room extravaganza, and actually all the <laughs> houses. It just tells one really long story. You start Each bear the gets their own room. That's right. It's an origin <laughs> story along with there's the Great Care Bear War of eighteen twelve in the middle there. Like it's 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 very elaborate. It's a cinematic awesome. universe. Yeah, can't wait. So I, I I think they could rip on Disney real well doing a Toy Story one and just do like what was that kid's name Sid in the backyard? Yes, just do, yeah. just do his backyard. That would be yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah, Hunter, I you know. I swear when you were talking there, you're going to say it's a rousing three hour show called a salute to all Care Bears, but mostly Love Bear. That's right. Well, Love Bear <laughs> is the hero of this series. <laughs> Uh, my favorite part is when he snaps his fingers and all the other houses uh, disappear from the event. I don't even know if that's accurate, but I'm going to laugh at it. I don't know. All right. So before we wrap up here, we got some things coming up here and I'm going to say this out loud. We're not doing the game show episode anytime soon. And I'm doing that because I'm hoping that saying that out loud does what usually happens is when I say it's coming up very soon, a lot of things happen and make it not happen. So I'm fusing reverse psychology on myself. We'll see if that helps. <laughs> Let's see what happens. <laughs> the two. Pod- hey, well, we actually got Hunter on the show. That's so true, I mean, yeah. it's getting closer. Right? I'm going to be honest. I'm the easy one to get. Like, it's no problem for me. But like, uh, and no, like, I don't. It's not a boohoo situation. But for those of you at home that are like, wow, you guys promised this like a year ago. Yes, you're right. But there's like. <laughs> nine of us that we've got to coordinate with so it's 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 really difficult to get all of us in the same room at the same time i'm very sorry nine of us that all have real jobs and real vacation schedules and you know all that other stuff that's right and all that fun shit oh man so uh did want to thank i uh Hunter was, I, I really wanted to have Hunter on tonight after our two podcasters walk into a bar special because we talked a lot about Ghostbusters. Like, okay, this would be a nice cap to to that. That's at least one thing that came true. And that, we got a lot of, I think, really good feedback on that. So I, I yeah. might schedule some other things like that down the road. Uh, I think Shelby and I need to sit down and catch up and get her back on the show now that she's not restricted this year. So we'll see. And uh, who knows? I would love, I would love, love, love to see Quint and Gary Pound sit down across from each other one night while Quint's down here following Horror Nights. That'd be fun to see. That'd be awesome. Yeah. And Gary doesn't drink, but that's all right because Quint's got him covered. He'll take care of it. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, you know, just <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever you pour him, uh, we'll take care of it. Yep. That's right. Um, we hadn't discussed this pro- properly or officially, but are we still looking to? get in the universal monster movies and maybe do one or two specials on them to catch everybody up on what we're going to see for that. Or, I mean, no, we don't need to make an answer. I've just, uh, I know Quentin Karen have, have some catching up to do on them. That'd be a blast. Maybe, uh, I don't know. Maybe we can tie it into the universal monsters house that's coming this year. It's a, uh, the five movies you must 
squat oh, before go. going yeah. to see the universe. Yeah, we'll make it a BuzzFeed article. People are going to love that. <laughs> uh, so, okay. Come on, man. We're more entertaining than BuzzFeed. <laughs> you're, you're completely right. Doesn't take much, but hey. Uh, I'm not wrong there either. Last thing from <laughs> Catacombs side I want to mention. We, got, uh, we are still uh, planning to do at least a call-in show. We had a blast last time. There's a couple ideas I have for it that we might do more, but I will not even begin to schedule that until at least Quint and I, more are welcome, but Quint and I must, at the very least, finish Halloween Horror Nights 22, 23, and 24. We are, the, right. the, the, the 25-week project has now stretched out to five years. Nope. <laughs> and it needs to end this year, so we, we well, need that, to sit down. Th- that part of the project, the show has changed so much since we started, but we oh, do yeah. want to make sure, because we don't want to, that that was what we intended to do, and I would hate to leave that gap of those three and move on to no. what we've been doing. So we have to get those done before we even begin to do another fun show like that. Like the Honestly, I think you and I, you and I and Karen just need to take like a Saturday and just knock this crap out. Yeah, that's what I, and I was just, I'll get with you guys when we're done here, but Swinny, Smitty's uh, uh, schedule just changed dramatically, so I will not be recording yep. with him for at least three weeks, so we'll talk about that after. Uh, Hunter, Grim Grinning host, uh-huh. what do you got going on? In fact, something's, I think, happening right now as we're speaking, or else already happened, hasn't it? Well, tonight? unfortunately, my co-host had some major technical issues, oh. and what I mean by that is Kenny's cat pissed on his router. Um, <laughs> at least I'm assuming. <laughs> his, uh, his router is not working, so unfortunately, he was not able to, to headline the the Grim Grinning host announcement episode. So we will be doing with me on it. It looks oh, like okay. a Ghostbusters announcement review, but it's going to be a little bit later. So fingers crossed tomorrow evening we'll have everything back together after uh, he does whatever he has to do with that cat. Um <laughs> Besides that on Grim Grinning Hosts, I I know this is a Halloween Horror Nights podcast, so excuse me for talking about this, but I think uh, if you're a Halloween Horror Nights fan, you're probably a theme park fan, and we actually just had Mr. Chris Smith on Grim Grinning Hosts. Chris Smith is a Walt Disney World like parks historian, and what we did with him is we sat down and we found, each one of us, we picked a, an attraction that was never built in Walt Disney World and asked him about it. We did not tell him what our picks were before he actually got on the episode. So it was just completely throwing it out there. And I'm going to be honest, he killed it. We asked him about the alien attraction that was supposed to go into magic kingdom. We asked him about the Godzilla attraction that was supposed to go into Epcot featuring the bullet train in the Japan section. So if you're a theme park fan in general, go check that episode out. That's going to be out in just a few days. And I think people are going to really like that one. That sounds fun. I might check that yeah, out. Sounds really cool. It's on my it's on my list actually. Um I, I have to admit I'm late comer to Grim Grinning <laughs> hosts and it, it it was always one of those things that I, I I initially started using it as filler when I ran out of other podcasts and then I got like two episodes in, I'm like, holy shit, and I downloaded all the rest of them. So now they're they're much, much higher on my list. Oh so yeah, if you if you haven't, go go give those guys a listen. They're they're freaking awesome. I really appreciate that. Yeah, Grim Grinning Hosts, we, if, if this is your first time hearing me or anything about Grim Grinning Hosts, there's so many theme park and themed entertainment podcasts out there. All we want to do is just sit down and have a conversation. We wanted it to feel like you're at a bar with your best friends just talking about theme park stuff. Um, I, and the good news is... I love is your we, face-off episodes. The, the face-off episodes are my favorite. I mean, they're a blast because we never know what's going to happen and we end up hating each other by the end of it. Like, <laughs> you know how many times I have like pissed on Travis's shoes at the end of the conversation? It just happens. I'm Kenny's I just too. like I just like the way that Kenny gets all, all gruff and upset about everyone... You know, anyone who picks something other than what he's picking, he's he's always just like, God damn it, you're not my friend anymore. That's, that's right. Awesome. That's I love that's it. That's completely it. it. And Kenny and in real like, life is like the the one you don't want to piss off just by looks alone. That's right. <laughs> um I, he's so inspiring looks wise that they gave him a horror nights excuse me, a horror nights house this year. Yeah. So go go see him in Yeti Terror of the Yukon. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Yep. All but good yeah, guys. They, yep. You guys do a great job. And feel free to quote Quint. I use this as filler. I think that's I think you got a marketing hook right there. I uh <laughs> I'm actually adding it to the cover art right now. <laughs> it's, yeah. 
I've uh, started, people have asked for me. I admitted it. I started <laughs> using this filler. I got two episodes in. I'm like, no, this is this is good stuff. I'm I'm pushing off. I'm pushing off some of Matt's stuff. <laughs> That's fine. That's uh, fair. There we go. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, they can find anyone can find uh, it's Grim Grinning Host on probably just about every podcast provider. I'm assuming. That's You're right. And savvy. to save you from, from your fingers falling off, it's really just at GGH oh, podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And if you want to keep up with me personally, it's at Hanbrolo77. If you do anything horror nights, I've probably already clogged your feed, so I'm sorry about <laughs> that. Um, except not really. But that's H-A-N-B-R-O-L-O-7-7. That's the year Star Wars came out. So thank you guys for having me on again. <laughs> Another it's, it's thing blast. that happened well before you were born. Just Just saying. <laughs> Right. That's right. Oh my God, I feel long time ago. Uh, that, so, was over, that was dozens of years before you were born. <laughs> dozens. I think. Last but not least, let's let's uh, we'll pitch our our combined efforts along with uh, the infamous Gary Pounds, whose name keeps coming up in the show, and Mel's Diane, the character extraordinaire, also host of Mistresses of Mayhem. The four of us uh, host a facebook group called shady brook asylum so feel free to drop on by join sign up there's three security questions and they're not there's no wrong answer there's just to prove you're not a uh, what a spam producing robot of any kind so yes yep. shady brook uh, matt asylum? if i uh, matt if i can say real quick so if you have sent an invite to join shady brook you do need to fill out those questions. Mm. If you don't fill that out, we will decline your request, unfortunately. And that's just an attempt to keep the group clean. Um, I'm sure a lot of you are lovely people, but there have been, I want to say probably about five people that just clicked request. I thought you had to fill them out to even request admission. But if you got declined, that's why just send it back in and fill out that information. And we'll be sure to get you in there. Absolutely. Yes. And it's not Shady Brook Peaches. Like I accidentally went to it. Shady Brook Asylum. <laughs> Shady Brook Asylum. Beaches, <laughs> asylum, whatever. My autofill is very interesting on Facebook. So, all right. I think that is it, except for thanking everybody, Karen, Quint, and Hunter, for joining me tonight. This was a lot of fun and possibly a record breaker of our instant reaction recordings. Looks like it. Um, yeah, thank you again, Hunter. It was, it was really, really good to talk to you again. Thank you so much. And it was great talking to you as well. I appreciate that. Even if we disagree, we'll we'll battle it out on the scariness factor. <laughs> well, we'll we'll drink it off, you know. That's right. That's there you right. go. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is a Neozaz Internet Entertainment production. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit our website at neozaz.com. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Universal Studios Florida. All Halloween Horror Nights properties, icons, titles, events, and related items are property, trademark, and copyright Universal Studios or their respective trademark and copyright holders. For more Halloween Horror Nights coverage, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and follow our Twitter account at neozaz. To help support the series and all the work we do at Neozaz, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.